You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. A few weeks ago, I spoke to the head of Africa uh, at the World Economic Forum around the developments that were being discussed for Africa. And one of those developments was the Africa f- African uh, Continental Free Trade Area Agreement that was being finalized and implemented. And we see just today that the South African government has announced that the implementation of that preferential trading agreement was launched by uh, our president and our minister of trade and industry in Durban. Today, I'm joined on the line by a global trade and excise partner at Ernest and Young Africa or EY Africa. Uh, that's Jonathan Phyllis. Uh, good evening, Jonathan. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with the significance of the agreement. Uh, obviously, leading up to the World Economic Forum, it it was something we wanted for the the continent. It was something that coming out of the forum and the implementation thereof that was going to be such a monumental step. And we got it right. We actually managed to get it implemented. Yes, uh, uh, thanks for having me uh, on, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I mean, the, it, it is quite a significant, I must say. Uh, what I can tell you, Jimmy, is this, uh, uh, the, the implementation of this agreement, um, you know, was delayed for various re- reasons, including, of course, the COVID uh, pandemic. Um, and, and, you know, this has taken many, many years to, of course, get the agreement to the state that it's in, but... I really need to explain the significance of what happened today. Today, um, we in fact realize many, many, many years of work that has gone into getting the agreement to this point. Um, so, so what has happened today is, of course, an official, officially, South Africa has started trading under this agreement. And just to give an idea, uh, uh, a high level on, on what this aims to do, um, now, you know, we, uh, Africa trades, of course, around the world with, with, with many a countries. Um, but the intra-Africa trade, and what that means really, is countries within Africa trading with each, with each other, um, is it about, it's, it's, it's less than 15%, uh, Jimmy. Now, what does this trade agreement try to do? It's trying, it's, or, or rather the aim of it is for that trade between African countries to increase and this agreement does it how does it do that if it's proudly made in africa and of course in south africa if the production takes place here you can potentially benefit by exporting your goods amongst these countries with no or very reduced duty rates so this is an exciting day jimmy a very very positive day Mm. Jonathan, um, well, I, I want to come to the production side of it because I think that's that's something else we need to look at. But before we get to that, uh, what what what's covered under this agreement specifically? Do we know? Uh, are there specific yeah. goods? Are there specific sectors? Yeah. Um, what what would fall within the remit of this agreement? Yes, a, a great question there, Jimmy. Uh, let me put it to you this way. Um, so, so the agreement uh, um, aims to, to 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 of course facilitate trading goods. It aims to facilitate trade in services. And then the other two areas is really the movement of people and capital on the African continent. Now, that's the aims of the agreement. So where we are right now is that the, the trade in goods is what is possible. All right, that's the first thing. The other thing I'll say on, on the industries that are involved, there is not an industry that isn't touched by this. Think of it like this, Joey. Any any product, any good that you can touch, a physical good that is produced, is covered under this agreement. 
At this point in time, you can export up to 92% of any product that you can think of. So, so, so what am I talking about? I'm talking about vehicles. I'm talking about uh, uh, machinery. I'm talking about um, uh, agricultural goods that's produced. So any product that you can physically touch, up to 92% of the products that you can think of is already covered under this agreement, of course, with the aim of covering all physical goods. So this is significant. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, uh, that production side of it uh, that you mentioned, um, with this new agreement coming into effect, obviously there is a a new level of incentive that's now uh, created from a production point of view. What would this mean or what could this potentially mean for countries that have been uh, looking at South Africa to say maybe we should move our productive operations to South Africa? Yes. Now, now that's a great question. And the answer there, Jimmy, is really, and, and as the president uh, uh, quite rightly referred to it today at the launch, it's called rules of origin. Now, of course, I'm not going to go into depth with that. But what it really means is this, is that think of proudly South African. It has to be locally produced. It, you have to be able to prove that the products originate locally. So what does that mean for production and for investment? It doesn't just mean that you have to be a South African entity that can benefit from this agreement. No. Any multinational that operates in South Africa, for example, that puts a production facility here, that can prove that rules of origin, can now export intra-Africa to countries around, of course, on the African continent, potentially with much lower duties than what they're paying now. So, so, so that's how it really attracts the investment is that, and that's how it encourages production on the continent. I'm, I'm talking, of course, about South Africa. If you produce in South Africa, you can export to the other African countries. But likewise, for any other African country that, that, that implements the agreement, if production takes place there, rules of origin, you qualify from a rules of origin perspective, you can also export your goods to South Africa. So the main aim of this, Jimmy, is really to increase local production. And you touched on that earlier, Jonathan, saying that only around 16 or 15 to 16 percent of African uh, trade happens within Africa. And if we compare that to uh, regions like Europe, where it's at 63 percent and Asia, where it's at 55 percent, we still definitely uh, have a long way to go. Uh, One wonders, though, from uh, just playing a bit of a uh, devil's advocate on this side of the agreement, um, would this not then put added pressure on our logistics uh, network with with Transnet? I mean, and do we even have the infrastructure to be able to uh, keep up with this? I mean, if there's a a sudden uptick in uh, what we are exporting or even what we're importing, it means our ports are going to be a lot busier. And Transnet has already been under strain. Yeah, uh, uh, again, Jimmy, I mean, you, you, you're quite spot on. But I think, you know, uh, uh, this is how, this is really the perspective I have and how I look at that. So, yes, the answer, of course, is yes, right? If you, if we, we, we increase production, exports increase, there's, of course, more demand uh, uh, for these services. But again, you know, just to touch on that, I think two things. One, the president, of course, you know, it, 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 it would have been the elephant in the room if he didn't speak really about it, and he did. You know, he addressed it that, of course, there's, there's, there's uh, directed action and uh, being taken when it comes to uh, generally logistics in South Africa. That's the one. And, but again, I would like to come back to this, Jimmy, really. 
I cannot stress what a positive day this is, not just for South Africa, but really for the African continent. Uh, to, to get a shipment going under this agreement is really, really immense. And yes, there will be more demand. But again, what does that mean? It just emphasizes that we need to get it right. If we're going to, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, really utilize this agreement and, 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 and reach the aims, in fact, that, the, that we've, we've set out to achieve under the agreement, of course, all of that is going to have to work. I, I do, uh, you know, I agree with you, but I still think very positive day for South Africa and the continent. Absolutely. And sticking with that positivity, uh, Jonathan, um, obviously with agreements like this coming into effect, we have to look at the um, long-term uh, impacts or the potential long-term impacts on our economy. This could be an agreement that could very well get us from the 1% uh, economic growth forecast that we got from the IMF just yesterday uh, up to 2 to 3 to even 4% per year. Oh, most most certainly, uh, Jimmy. I mean, for those who are interested, uh, you know, there's very readily available researched, properly researched articles uh, globally proving that global trade does, uh, 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 you know, lend a very generous hand to economic growth. Um, you know, I think uh, 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 that is really a settled matter in my view. So, so yes, of course, if we get this right, you know, and, and again, as you've said, with the logistics issues and all of that, but if we get it right under this agreement, for sure, it, it, in my view, it should, uh, uh, you know, contribute to, to economic growth in the future. Again, you know, why I'm, I'm sure you can pick up that I'm quite excited about what happened today, that, that yeah, it, it should certainly contribute to, to economic growth, which South Africa, of course, uh, desperately needs. And we desperately needed this set of good news, and we'll have to leave it at that. Uh, thanks so much for your insights, Jonathan. That's Jonathan Phyllis, who's Global Trade and Excise Partner at EY Africa, uh, sharing the latest updates that we got from our government around the implementation of the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement that we had been so eagerly awaiting. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.